Hey everyone, welcome to the Within Her Soul podcast. I'm Jordan. And I'm Sydney. And we are two Jesus-loving women who have a lot to say about living as Christians in this modern day world. We deep dive into tough to talk about topics that we know you're battling with. We expose all things relationships, soul care, sex, healing from your past, and more. We give practical advice in these areas, but also share comedic stories of our own lessons learned and normalize what being a Christian woman in today's society is really like. So buckle up, friend. It's going to get real, real quick. All right. Welcome back to the Within Her Soul podcast. We're so glad you're here today. So we have been getting so many questions in our DM on Instagram about this topic of not having sex with your boyfriend or your fiance before marriage and just how to even have that talk. Jordan has shared her testimony in the past on turning away from sex outside of marriage and turning to a life of like purity in the Lord. And so now it's like we're getting questions more specifically on like, okay, how do I have this conversation? How do I take that step? Like I'm feeling led to do this, but I don't know where to start. And that's totally understandable because it's a really big deal. If you're used to doing that in your relationship, then this is a really big change for you and for your boyfriend, fiance, whichever it is. And so anyway, Jordan's going to be doing a lot of talking here today for me, just honestly, a little bit like of my testimony, like it was never a question. Like I just, that was kind of something I always knew, like, I'm not going to do it until I get married. And so like when me and my husband started dating and everything, it was just kind of known from the beginning. So there was no conversation about it really. Yeah. Um, So I don't really have too much advice in this area, (laughs) but I know Jordan definitely does because her and Corey have gone through all of this and, you know, are still going through this purity journey up until they get married next year. And so I'm going to hand it over to Jordan now. Yeah. Well, and I just want to say too, and you might even, as we have this conversation, I'm sure you'll actually have stuff to add, but there are probably some girls too, who are in the dating season that are scared to tell the person that they're dating. Like, I don't know how many guys you dated before John or anything like that, but there is that like kind of feeling of, oh no, I'm about to have to tell this person that I'm not going to sleep with them, you know, or anyone till I'm married. So you might even have some insight on how we go about that, but we can go ahead and jump into just the conversations with our boyfriends and we can jump into that at the end. But I definitely feel like if you're sleeping with your boyfriend or your fiance right now, there is no better advice than I could give you than to wait. And and I know it sounds crazy, especially when you're engaged, because it does feel like, well, I'm already engaged. Why would it matter? But something just amazing happens when you wait And especially when you have done those things before, having that time to where you guys kind of take that sexual dependency out of the equation, y'all stuff will come up. Stuff will start to come up that you need to heal from. There's other soul ties that need to be cut. There's a lot of things that need to happen. And so it's not just, well, I'm going to stop having sex because the Bible tells me so. There is actually a lot that the word does say why we do this, but it's actually because the Lord knows why he's asked us to do that is because there's pain. There's a lot of things that you might not, even if you're like, I've only had sex with one other person, you still carry a piece of that person with you into your marriage. If you are wanting to be married, you're going to take that into marriage. And so I want to be honest, if you guys haven't listened to my testimony, you can obviously go back to that. But I was not waiting till marriage. I was definitely, I lost that very, very early on. So in my immature kind of adolescent mind, I thought, well, since I had already lost it, it didn't matter. I can't wait till marriage anymore. That is such a lie from the enemy. And I 
it breaks my heart. It honestly makes me irritated and angry with the enemy whenever I hear younger girls thinking that they can never be pure again. And it's so not true because that's the whole reason why Jesus came is that he died for all the sins so that we could be made new in Christ. And so one, that's a lie. If you're thinking that you cannot be pure again or stop, it's not true. And I definitely feel like if you've been feeling convicted of this, then it's time to look at what can come next, which is having this talk with your boyfriend. And if it is someone that you've been sleeping with on a, like a recurring basis, it is okay to feel that na- like nervous, anxious feeling because I even felt that. Now, my personal experience, me and Corey were going to church. And I just want to make known that a lot of people that go to church and call themselves Christians and all the things still are having sex because there is that controversial like, is this okay or is this not, you know? And really at the time me and Corey were doing those things and going to church, I never felt 100%. I couldn't pray the same. I couldn't worship the same. I couldn't, there's a lot of things that I couldn't do well. And it was because this conviction was like rising up in me. Every time I was trying to receive something from the Lord, I couldn't feel 100%. And it's because you can't, It's really hard to live in sin and of the Lord at the same time. There's that battle that just kept pulling and pushing me back and forth, back and forth. And it's interesting because we were fighting all the time. We were really using sex as this massive band-aid to be re-intimate with each other after fights and after trying to figure each other out and learn each other. And it's quite interesting how we will sleep with someone a lot easier than we will trying to work on things and get to know people. Like it's just crazy how our culture has turned around and and done all that, but it doesn't require any work that way. Yeah. you. That's so true. And you can close your heart off so fast with sex, which is so mind blowing. Cause I'm like, you literally are opening your soul. You're, you're closing your mouth and thinking you're closed off by sleeping with someone, which is the complete opposite of actually what's going on. Cause a lot of people think, well, if we just have sex, it's fine. Cause I don't have to tell them about who I am. I don't have to share anything intimate with them. I don't have to go down the the road of my past. You know, it's just, this is fun and this is casual. And it's like, no, the conversation at a Chili's is casual. The sex is not casual. It's like, we've got it all, all messed up and it's really damaging, super damaging. And I'm so thankful by the grace of God that he chases after his children and he loves us so much and he does give us godly conviction for this. And it's not shame, y'all. It's not shame. The enemy gives shame. The Lord gives us godly conviction. And and that's sadly, I had both because I was like, why would God even care enough about me? I was living through that because of all these things I had done. But anyway, go listen to the testimony. I talk more about that. But really what we want to go into is just how to have this talk. And there isn't this like magic equation It's really, for me, it was just honesty. And it was knowing that I had a partner at the time that I could be honest with. And if you're with someone who is not going to receive this well, I say this out of so much love, they're not your husband. Because your husband will honor you in everything. Your body, your mind, your soul, your spirit, your emotions, your your terrible days and your best days. Honor with your spouse is something that you will you will want to be looking for if you're dating someone because you're going to need that in marriage. And so first off, that's going to be your question like can I even be honest 
about this part of my life with the person I'm with? And are they going to receive it well? And maybe you don't know. And sometimes you just have to have the conversation to find out and just prepare your heart because I was having this conviction in my heart and I had to tell myself, what happens if he says no? Am I going to be okay? And the real reality, I think, is that most women don't want to be alone. So they'll put that godly conviction behind them. They'll justify it. They'll say, well, it's fine. You know, that the Bible's written forever ago. That doesn't actually mean anything. And because they'd rather just not be alone. And I feel that. (laughs) I've been there, you know? So in that moment where I was like, okay, I'm about to set Corey down. I'll never forget this day either. But I was like, I'm about to set Corey down and share my conviction. And I prayed so much. I was like, Lord, if he's the one you're wanting me to pursue this with, allow him to receive this. And if he's not the one, then take it away. And it was the hardest thing I had to kind of come to terms with because I was very much in love with Corey at that point. But I just knew that if I wanted what God had for me, I had to be okay with who God was going to give me. And I knew that my husband would honor that. So anyways, long story short, you know, I came home and I just sat on the couch and I said, I need to talk to you about something. And of course, it makes it a little bit more dramatic, like dramatic size, dramaticized, dramaticized, whatever. Dramatic. Felt very dramatic. But I was like, I need to talk to you about something because y'all, I had shared my past with him. He knew. I had slept around before. He knew I didn't like who I was before, but it just, it honestly, I think I psyched myself out more than even what I thought he was thinking. It was just like, who am I to think that I could do this? But I just did it anyways. And I was just very blunt. And I just said, I don't think we should be having sex anymore. And he was just like, yeah, I don't think we should. And I was shocked because I was like, oh, and he's like, I've been feeling the same way. Mm. So in that scenario, you had two Christians being convicted. And that was our story. But even in the DMs, I've heard a lot of things like, well, my boyfriend's not in the same walk with me. And this is crazy to him. Well, I also just want to encourage you one, if you're not equally yoked, it's really, really hard to pursue God together. If you're not, if they don't want to pursue God with you, because I don't think anyone has to be on the same exact journey at the same exact time. Because even Corey admits, like he said, he was like, so he was all in to waiting, but he didn't understand why he didn't really get it. He was like, but I want to figure it out along the way. And he said he was feeling weird when we'd have sex and then go to church the next day or go to church and then come home and have sex. Like we were very honest about those things. He's like, yeah, it didn't feel right. But we weren't on the same level of like why I was doing it and why he was doing it. He was doing it and trying to figure it out. I knew exactly why I wanted to stop. Like I knew that I needed to heal. I knew that I needed to release a lot of these things that were attached to me while I was sleeping with other people. And so I just want you to know that their reaction is okay. Like whatever reaction they have in the very beginning, it can be a shock. It can be a shock on them. It can also be a shock on you on how they respond, but go in with prayer and go in with just clarity that you're going to stand your ground on like what you want, but also allow them to feel whatever they want to feel. Cause they might be a little angry at first. They might be really confused. They might make this crazy face at you and be like, what? You even know? if they're a Christian, even yes. if they want to honor the Lord, it's still going to be a shock at first because men naturally want to have sex. Yes. God made them with that desire. Yes. And honestly, there's a lot of women as well. You know, it's it's okay to want sex. And that's the thing. Like, and me and Corey are dealing with that right now. I'm like, it's so weird that one night everything changes where we're just... <laughs> allowed to. And that's like, we've literally acted repulsed by each other for the past year, you know, because of this thing that we're doing. And it's just so funny, but 
I stand firm that it, our entire relationship has changed. I have never been more closer to the Lord. Neither is he. The way we treat each other, we genuinely have a friendship because we, we had to be friends first. We, yeah. We've had to enjoy each other's company without the enjoyment of each other's bodies. And mm-hmm. that will grow. And I know you and John know that because that's exactly what you guys had to do up until marriage. Like you have to actually like the person, you know, right. and that sometimes gets put to the back burner because you just like the sex. And you think that's love. You think that's all the things that you need. And it's so far from the truth. Like, well, and right. And marriage is not sex. Like sex is a very small part of marriage. Like you I, have to be best friends and like you're doing everything in life together that doesn't involve sex. So like you have to be good in those things and just the everyday day to day and like actually enjoy each other's presence and hanging out and talking all those things because like sex is literally such a small part of it. Me and Corey were just talking about this that like sex is just the gift from God. Like it really is just the gift. It's it's not this manipulation tool to get what you want. It's not you owe me this now like it we have really damaged what sex means and it's more of you please me and if you didn't please me well enough I don't want you anymore you know and it's like sex was always meant for two people to really just have fun God gave it one to obviously procreate like you know but we could sex could feel like feel like nothing sex could be just like kissing and we can have babies that way like God made their particular reason (laughs) why sex is the way that we have children he wanted it to be fun he wanted it to be enjoyable and so we have really messed all that up and you know a a fallen world and a broken world but goes to say that like it is okay if the other person you're having this conversation with is not completely over the moon about it yeah because even with me and Corey, like it was kind of awkward we were just kind of like okay and then we were like are we starting now like (laughs) do we start now and i was like okay and y'all we did have sex a few times during that that season of trying to make it work because it is hard and it's a especially for two people who had been doing that for a long time but I'll tell you what every time when we were finished we were like we can't it it was getting more and more uncomfy you know and I realized and it wasn't that I didn't love Corey it wasn't that I didn't think he was great it was just the Lord really was more of a priority than our selfish wants you know and when you start to put God in your life like that where you're like Lord I put you in front of my relationship I put you in front of myself I put you in front of all the worldly things I like and love that those convictions are just staring right back at you and you you can't feel anything but that just godly guilt where you're like okay lord i want to live for you i want to give up everything you know and so yeah if you're struggling with this and you're like okay well i want to have this talk i want to do it my first thing was just know that they might not be all in in that moment so take a second let them feel what they want to feel but stand firm you know don't get defensive just keep explaining why you're feeling this way but let them know that is a boundary and this kind of comes off really hard because it's not that you want to give them an ultimatum where you're like well if you don't do this i'm leaving but at the same time if they can't honor you in that way then you should not be pursuing a relationship that would be leading towards marriage because we should all be dating for the intention of marriage and so i think just making that known that 
you're looking to intentionally date for marriage and you'd like to wait till marriage. And that is your fine line. Don't stray from your fine line. And also, and I want to be careful how I say this, but don't justify what you can do instead. So if you're like, well, I'll still mess around. I can still mess around with you because y'all, every time you mess around, you're most likely going to have sex. It's very hard to do, you know, and that's still bodies, you know, and, and messing around. Hold on. What's the word I'm trying to use? Not exemplifying sex. It is symbolizing. It is, it's basically sex without sex. Yeah. What's the word I'm trying to say? Like, it's like you're cheating it a little bit. Like you're, you're still, and it's still sex. It's just still getting all the same feelings as sex. Exactly. So you're basically saying, okay, I'll just follow the rule uh, on on paper, but I'm still fulfilling my selfish want for what I want right now, even though, you know, that's not what God asked us to do. It's it's legalistic. Yes. Really what it is. Yeah, it really is. And I think if you're in that phase too, where you're like, well, I'm only messing around. I thought I was good. Just y'all go before the Lord and ask him, because this is something that I don't want to be the person that's like, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. Cause really if someone did that to, I mean, I did have people tell me that and I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to do my thing. I don't think sex is that big of a deal. But let me tell you, if you're telling yourself that sex is not a big deal, you probably have a lot of things that you don't know need to be healed because that was me. I literally said sex is not that big of a deal. I Once I figure out who my husband is, maybe I'll decide if I want to do that. But once I had actually cut that off, I did not realize how much trauma and hurt I was carrying from every single person I had been with into my current relationship and into my current marriage. Like we're in counseling now, learning how to cut soul ties from things and And so it is, it's a really big deal. I did just want to say, accept the way they react, but stand firm in your decision. And it might, I'm just going to rip this bandit off. It might end in a breakup. And I think preparing yourself ahead of time that this is going to be what you want, but allow you to have time to think on it before you decide to break up. Because I really do believe in this, that explain what you want to say and say, I want to give you some time to sit on this because I'm not trying to get y'all to all break up with your boyfriends immediately because there are some men who just need to process and be like, okay, you know, this is something I also want to pursue with you. And that does not make them a bad man that they didn't just leap for joy, you know, the minute right. that you you said this. And so I just want to say like, stand firm, have the talk with him, but then also say, let's take a day or two to think about this, not to change your mind. Okay. So not for you to decide that you don't want to do it anymore, right. but to process and moving forward, that is when y'all will start making boundaries. So what is going to change from here on out? This is probably the most important piece to changing from having sex to not having sex. And I'm going to I'm gonna giggle at this, but me and Corey used to stay the night with each other. And we were like, okay, here's our boundaries. We just don't have sex, period. Okay, cool. Never talked about it again. Why do you guys think that we probably had sex a few more times? Well, because we were still staying the night with each other. Yeah. So there are things that had to happen in order to protect ourselves from that temptation to do that. So take the day or two to process it, stand firm in it, and then be able to come back to the conversation. And if they're willing and ready, and hopefully they are so that it doesn't lead into splitting up, start creating those boundaries. Okay. And I, y'all, this is uncomfortable, but like ask those questions of when are you most turned on by me? When is it? Is it when I'm doing this? Or if I do this, like there's certain things that I can't do that Corey likes, 
And there's definitely things that he cannot do. Like he can't kiss my neck. No way, Jose, back up. Like (laughs) there's things that naturally two human beings that love each other love that the other person does for them. And so have those conversations of what are things that I know will set us up to fail. And then it's up to you to honor those things and to stand firm and say, I'm going to honor you in this way. <laughs> Me and Corey have this joke. Like we, if we're going on date night or something and we just know tensions are high. We're like, you are extra hot today. I'm extra hot today. We just feel it. We just say out loud, I'm going to honor you tonight. I'm going to honor you tonight. And there's something about the verbal confirmation in that because when you don't honor that person, you've now betrayed your own word and you've almost betrayed the word you've given them, you know? So I don't know if that's even a good tip or not, but I definitely feel like having that conversation with them and saying, I'm going to honor you in this way. I am not going to get on top of you if we're joking around and playing. Like I'm not going, you know, there's just certain things that you guys can do to to resist that. But yeah. Oh yeah. Have the conversation, give yourself a few days, make sure that they're accepting with you. Have a lot of grace (laughs) because it's hard. Like I also want to add a little side note really quick that if you guys do mess up, it is okay, but use it as whenever you do mess up, use it as a lesson to get better. Don't just shove it under the rug and say, it's fine. We're human. We sin. God knows your heart. And especially now that you're listening to this episode, you'll probably be even more convicted of it. But knowing, Lord, how can I do better so that I don't do this again? And every time me and Corey had those mess ups, we were like, why did we mess up this time? Let's fix it. Okay. We stopped staying the night with each other. That was a huge thing. I, yo, I broke down. I was crying every day. I was like, Ooh, I was like, I'm so codependent and didn't even realize it. So that helped us a lot. But there's things that Once you mess up, learn from it and say, how can we be better this time? And I know the Lord will start working in you and giving you that strength to do it. And it's going to make your relationship so much better. This one thing that just keeps being like on repeat in my brain as you're talking is God honors obedience. Yeah. Period. At the end of the day, like with this, with anything in life, when you know you're following what his word says to do, you just have to trust and know that God honors obedience, whether that means your situation turns out like Jordan's where they're like, oh my gosh, wait, I'm, I've been feeling the same way. I totally think we should do that. Or if it turns out with them not being okay with it and them deciding, okay, well, I'm going to move on because that's something that I need right now. Yeah. You have to know that there's blessing on the other side. And if God closes that door for you, he has a better door for you to walk through. He's not going to leave you lonely. He's not going to leave yeah. you alone. He will always honor you when you obey his word, period. And I don't know, I truly believe that from my own experience, like with dating my husband and also dating, you know, when I was younger, because I did date guys when I was younger. And there was one guy that pretty much broke up with me because I wasn't gonna have sex with him. And that was okay because I didn't need to be with that guy. But coming from my situation with like dating guys like that versus dating my husband, and him being totally okay with it. Like I hesitate to say this, but I truly believe if a man really loves you with a godly love, then he will be okay with it. Yes. Like he may not feel okay with it at first, but he will make that sacrifice for you and for the Lord and for your future yeah, marriage. Absolutely. You know, even if he's not maybe as close with the Lord as you are yet, and maybe he doesn't fully grasp it or understand it. Like if he truly loves you, he's going to be able to understand the fact that you're you're going to have the rest of your life to have sex, okay? Like, 
say you get married in the next three years and then you have 60 years to have sex. Like it's going to be okay. And I really think that the man that the Lord has for you to marry is going to be okay with it. Yep. And I think the reason why we're even saying that also is that one, you do want a guy who, if you're, and obviously this is a Christian podcast. So if you're a Christian and you're looking to marry, you want a man who can spiritually lead you and also is has his own spiritual relationship with the Lord. And so really in that, and, and y'all, it it's one of those things where sometimes it's men presenting to the woman that they don't want to have sex before marriage, which is also great. Now we're a women's podcast. So we're only talking to one side of the story, but just know that you do want a guy who is also submitting his flesh to the Lord. And there are some men who don't have that. Like for instance, in me and Corey's scenario, that man submits his flesh to the Lord every single day. And it didn't happen necessarily when he did it on his own. It did happen between a conversation between us, but that activated that. And now he flees from me. I am not the one that's turning him down. He's turning me down half the time because he is so much stronger and not stronger, but he makes sure that he's strong enough to to withhold even the temptation from me. So it's just reminding yourself that you do want a guy who can do that on his own and that can withhold that on his own. And even if it is you bringing it forward, sometimes it is the women that say, hey, I want to do this. And then they follow suit and it's beautiful all the way through. So it's okay if you are being the one to present it. It's just that reaction afterward, you know, give them a few days to process, come in together and have that conversation of boundaries. And like Sid said, if they are not, if they said, no, I need sex, that's where you have to stand your ground because the word does say to do this. And if the the word is saying to do this, it's because the, the Lord wants to have honor and favor on your marriage. And there is, I believe, proof of couples that wait have such a more like a stronger intimacy with each other because they were able to build on other things in that season. And like I said, sex is not the whole relationship and we like to believe it is. So sometimes you get into marriage after having amazing sex, your whole dating, and now things are different and you're like, great, I don't like this person anymore. I want to go on spontaneous sex with all these other people. That's where adultery comes in. That's where divorce comes in. And so knowing that before marriage, you have strengthened yourself to the best that you can. One, with having the Lord and each other's lives at the at the same time, then you can come together and the Lord can have favor on that and honor that. So yeah, we're going to go into our soul scriptures, but I do just want you to know that it is okay if you're not accepted for this. He might not accept it. Your friends might not accept it. I got made fun of so many times at so many girls nights for this when I, I was excited when the Lord really convicted me of this. I was like, me and Corey aren't having sex anymore. I am so excited because I was bound. I felt that actual freedom from it. And they were like, you, it was so hurtful. And so just know you might have people that literally make you feel crazy. You still stay with joy, stay with that excitement, what the Lord is doing in your life, because it is such a beautiful thing. And don't let someone who doesn't have that affect your journey in this because I, and I wish I would have known that at that time. Cause I, I did feel really kind of confused when that was happening, but yeah, the world won't accept it. The world is going to think that you're crazy, but you're not. Right. Exactly. And Hebrews 13, four goes along with exactly what you were just saying. It says marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Like mm. marriage should be honored by all. Yeah. And I think even with the honoring too, it's that if we're dating and if you're dating to be married, you know, we right now 
it live in a world? Because like back then there wasn't any dating. It was you were a virgin, you got married, and then you were one flesh with someone else. And that's when really life started for women is that you were a wife, you know, and so things have changed culturally. And we really weren't meant to date for fun. Like we really were always meant to date for marriage because the whole intention of man and woman were to be together. That was the way God made it. And so it's just reminding yourself that you're also supposed to be honoring guys in this dating season. So asking yourself if you're even intentionally dating for marriage, because that actually might be the step beforehand, asking yourself why you're dating around. Like you might not need to be dating right now. You might need to be truly just being with the Lord right now and figuring yourself out. And if you are ready for marriage and you feel like the Lord is preparing you for marriage, then that's something that I would go into and really evaluate if you are sleeping around or having sex with your boyfriend or fiance, things like that. But I definitely didn't realize I needed that conversation way before I started thinking about sex because I was not ready to even be dating, which would have saved me from a lot of hurt as well. But yeah, John 17, 13 through 15, it says, I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world so that they may be the full measure of my joy within them. I have given them your word and the world has hated them for they are not of the world anymore than I am of the world. My prayer is that you take them out of the world and that you protect them from the evil one. And so look that scripture up. Sometimes it's harder to understand when you're listening to it. Um, But this is just reminding you that whenever people are of the world and not the word, they will see what you see differently. They will not accept this as normal because it's not normal because Jesus wasn't normal because the joy of the Lord is not normal in a world that tells you to be sad, angry, depressed, suicidal, addicted, all the things. So this will be different than the majority of your circle unless you are blessed with Christian godly friends, which I pray that you do have. I didn't have that through the majority of my season of this. And so just know that you will be kind of set apart and that is okay. And go into this knowing that it is okay if you're the only one that thinks this. And I am so glad for having friends like Sydney and another friend that I had that were choosing to wait because it really did pave the way for me to know that I could do that as well. You might be that person for someone else. You might be that person for younger generation, you know, for all for all the people who really want to do that and didn't think they could. So just have strength in that. You're not doing this to be accepted and you're not doing this to be impressive to anyone. Like this is between you and the Lord and you just want to follow and obey his, his word. So yeah. Right. Psalm 119.9 says, how can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to your word? So I just love how simple that verse is like, okay, God, how do I stay on this path of purity? This seems so difficult. These seem so challenging. How do I have these conversations? I live according to your word and the word will give you the strength. The Holy Spirit will strengthen you through his word. And we have to trust, like I said earlier, that when you live according to his word, he will honor that. The Lord honors obedience. Yes, he does. That's so good. So for the soul assignment today, it's pretty plain and simple. You know, if you are feeling this conviction of you need to stop having sex because you are dating someone or you're engaged to someone and this is what you've been doing, go ahead and have the talk with them. Pray about it. Give, ask the Lord for the right words and the right tone and the right environment and set them down and really have just an honest conversation out of love around this. And then, like I said, if you guys need to take a few, if they're not receiving it well, take a few days, um, come back together and see where you stand. But honestly, pray for the Lord just to protect your heart in this 
and give you the strength to walk away if needed. Because unfortunately, sometimes that is the case. And I know that's the worst case scenario, but I like to sometimes remember about that because it will be so easy to change your mind. It will be so easy to say, let's just do it once a week. You know, let's just, let's just mess around for a little bit and just not do sex. Like it's so easy because you don't want to lose them. And I say that because that was that girl. So just stand firm, ask the Lord for strength in this moment, be prepared if you do need to separate, if that's the case, but yeah, go in, go, go in boldness and go activate this new season of your life because it really will be life-changing for you. I 1000% believe the Lord will do so many new things in your walk with him. Once you take this type of sin out, it's incredible to see what happens. So yeah, I completely agree. Well, I'm going to pray and we will see you next week. Okay. Dear Lord, I just lift up whatever woman is listening to this podcast and God, I just pray you help her to have this conversation, to stand firm on what your word says and to not be fearful of the consequences, but to remember that you do honor obedience, that you're going to be there for her, that you're going to show up for her and give her the strength and the words to say. And regardless of the outcome of the situation, Lord, we trust that it is in your hands. Um, I just ask that you will remove any anxiety or fear or stress revolving this this topic and this uh, potential change in her life and just help her to rely on you, God, be her peace or give her the peace that transcends all understanding. And yeah, just help her to stay focused on you and to trust Lord that you do honor obedience to your word in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening in this week. Just for hanging out with us, we want to give you a free gift. Go to withinhersoul.co slash freebie to grab your free quiet time template. This will be your guide during your alone time with Jesus. You'll journal your highs and lows, record your prayers, and you'll be able to express how you feel the Lord is speaking to you every time you spend time with Him. It's extremely helpful if you're needing some guidance on how to find a quiet time routine that works for you. And before you go, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't ever miss a new episode. You can also catch us at withinhersoul.co on Insta. We'd love for you to message us and let us know how we can pray for you. This is the Within Her Soul podcast. We can't wait to chat with you next week. See you then.